Welcome to the Profitable Happiness Podcast, where we feature stories from highly successful CEOs, business leaders, and experts who exemplify the use of inspirational leadership, employee happiness, and harmonious teams to build business profitability. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Pillay with the Profitable Happiness Podcast, and it is my pleasure to introduce you to CEO Carlos Vaz, who is the co-founder and CEO at Conti Organization here in Texas. How are you doing today, Carlos? I'm doing great. Yeah, it's a pleasure to meet you, and I understand you're in Dallas, but I got to start with this question. This is a long way from Brazil, which is where you're from, and which is where my namesake is from. Yes. <laughs> Tell us about your journey to the top of the, the corporate world, really, as a CEO. How did it start? How did you become Carlos Vaz? Uh, wow, it's, it's, it's a long story, right? It's not something simply that you, you, you can answer in a, uh, in a, in a third-minute great conversation, but... Uh, make the short version of this here. Right? I was born in Brazil, uh, one of nine kids, number eight of nine. Um, my, my dad was a, a butcher, my mom a homemaker, so didn't have that much growing up. But he always had that idea that always do your best, uh, always help the family, right? Uh, my dad used to say, I mean, if it's a car, uh, hot or cold, we're going to work, get used to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we always, that work ethic that I'm so thankful that they, they inspire me to, to, to have that with me. And uh, um, so growing up in Brazil, start, I mean, I always work with, uh, work with my dad at, at the, his butcher shop and then going to the farm. Then um, had the opportunity to go to a law school in Brazil. Uh, it was one of those public universities. They, they still, or back then, they had a lot of strikes. They had a strike during the first year, strike during the second year. Uh, I was able to get a, um, a, law, um, a law internship coming to the U.S. was a non-paid internship. So you're wearing the suit and tie, but getting no money. So that's, <laughs> yeah. that's not a good combination. No. Uh, but uh, it's, uh, I had the opportunity to come, come here over now almost 20 years ago. It, it, it was a big decision, right? Going to a place that you don't know anyone. Uh, there's no culture. Uh, there's the same, the culture that you raise, right? Something different. So what are you going to do? Um, I strongly believe that sometimes God has a way to speak with us. So to me, it was, I had that gut feeling, say, go, go, go. Um, I got to the U.S. with $300 in my pocket. My rent in the attic was $350. So my P&L was negative. So what are you going to do? <laughs> Thank you, God. My dad said, go to work. Uh, so first job was a newspaper warehouse, loading and load trucks from 2 a.m. to 6, going to the law office from 8 to, uh, 8 to, uh, 8 to 3, going to school during the night, and, uh, and work at restaurants over the weekend. So the idea, always doing your best, right? Always, uh, it's uh, always trying to, to become better. I think that in life, we always need to be striving to become a little bit better today than you were yesterday with the notion that tomorrow you need to be a little bit better than you were today. So if, if, if you keep that consistency, when you look at your life five years from now, it's going to be outstanding. And by the way, when you say getting better or improving, it doesn't mean knowledge-wise, but when you wake up in the morning, you need to ask yourself, how can I become a better friend? How can I become a better father? How can I become, or could be a boss or, or an employee? How can I become a better neighbor? And point the finger to yourself and taking, commit yourself to yourself and take personal responsibility. I think that 
that's the, to me, that's one of the key of success. Mm -hmm. So I went to Boston and was working all these odd jobs, started working construction, doing all the labor jobs, learn a little bit more. Then uh, I created my first company, which County Construction, doing small jobs. Uh, then I got involved in the mortgage business, flipping homes from 05 to 07. Uh, that was growing. It was too good to be true. So I was being more, uh, this is, this is, I said, I, I better get out of the market. So I, I left that, uh, the flipping, the flipping uh, houses business by mid, uh, almost mid 2007. Right before 08? Right before 08. Oh my goodness. <laughs> You're and, lucky. <laughs> uh, no, it's, uh, it's not lucky. It's sometimes when you have success and I think that you do a great job uh, as you have more of this podcast and talking to people. When you have success, success can be, can be something that's going to uh, blind you. Yeah. So you always need to go back to the fundamentals. Do I have fundamentals in my business? Mm. And the idea, just because you were successful once, does not mean that you're going to be successful the second time or the third time. The day you cut corners, that's the day you're going to miss. That's you're going to make mistakes. Yep. Um, so I started to learn a little bit more, and uh, um, I stopped my business there in, in mid-2007. I started to learn about multifamily. If you look at the, uh, the day that Texas was already growing, I came to Dallas in August 2007. I spent two weeks, and I said I found home, and uh, the rest is history. Wow. That's, that's what an amazing story. Now, I have to ask you something I'm sure you're tired of being asked. Since you're from yes. Br Brazil, can you yes. play soccer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's funny. My wife is from Iowa, right? from other places. Right? Yeah. So, so I, and, 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 uh, and, and that, my, when I was visiting the family, the, so the first thing I, I told him, said, listen, I'm not a good soccer player. Let, let me get it straight. Yeah. Me and the ball, I can kick the ball, but I might embarrass myself. Yeah, no, I, I, I can relate to that as, as Pele, my namesake, oh, yes. um, I am not a good soccer player. So I have to start by apologizing for, for myself. No, no, no. <laughs> um, so, so here you are, you know, you, you, I can see obviously the roots of your success started way back. Um, you, you made a joke recently, just today, you said yes. your P&L was negative when you arrived <laughs> I'm like, okay, he was thinking like a CEO way back then. Yeah. Um, but tell us how family um, has influenced your thinking, your leadership, your style. Because you say here really today just that all the way back to just your father yes. and, and your family, you were really given those as your roots. How does family come into your leadership? I think that in life you need to find your why. It's not success that's going to define you. It's not money that's going to define you. Uh, I got to a point, of course, it's money is important, but why you wake up early in the morning? Who are you doing that one, right? So if you don't have a why that's greater, there's a difference between success and significance. Mm. So you need to, it's, it's very important that you know which one you're going, you're going for. You're trying to get success or trying to get significance, mm -hmm. right? Um, so my why is always family. I mean, what, what, was, what drives me in the morning uh, and uh, to me, I can say family and faith, right? I, I, I cannot define myself without faith as well. The two F are very important mm -hmm. because in life, I think we're going to get challenged in many different ways. And when, when you're against the rock, right, in that cold place, you don't know what you're going to do. That's when you need to ask yourself why you're fighting. The mm -hmm. best analogy that I like to use, imagine that you, you're the captain of a ship, right? And the storm is coming and you're mm -hmm. there, right? And the wind is coming, it's, it's hitting your face and it's hard. But you, but you know that if you don't stay put, 
if you don't get that, that boat to the other side, all the people inside of that ship, I mean, their lives might be get compromised. Yes. So you cannot duck. You need to stay put. You need to stay focused because their life is more important than even yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the way I see it, family is my drive, right? Family was, uh, was always, uh, uh, unfortunately, I lost my dad at the age of 19. He, he is not able to, to see a lot of the things that, that I have accomplished for us. Um, I think that my job is on a daily day to honor his name. And I think that's how we live life. Um, so when you say family, what was my direct family? Just my mom. Then I got married, my kids. Then I have my company, my employees, uh, my team members. I love every single one of them that works for, for us at the company, right? I think that's my obligation to how I can provide them a better place that they can call home that can be their work. Uh, am I, am I, 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 I don't like the definition of a boss. Am, mm-hmm. I, um, I, I'm, am I a good coach that we're working together and I'm empowering them to, to grow in their specific fields? Mm. Um, so family is really my drive. If, uh, family and, of course, faith, right? Wow. No, that, well, just what a great uh, example that you gave there of, of the ship. Um, in fact, I love what you said about success versus significance. Um, I, I talked to someone once who said, you can either count or you can count. So what he meant was you can either count in terms of significance or you can count yes. your money. And someday yes. you're going to realize which is more important. So that's a great, great point. Um, I'm also fascinated by the fact that your focus is family because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I can easily see that you treat your employees and your team members like family. In fact, you just described um, something that I, I like to think of in terms of, you know, it's great to look for goals, like what are we going to achieve? But it's even greater to talk about who is going to achieve those goals and treat yes. them very well. Tell us a little bit about people. Um, what philosophies have you learned or adopted about how you treat people on your teams and in your company? Well, so many, so many ways to look at people in the company, the outside, right? I, there's so many ways to look at this here, right? So what life taught me in a certain way that, uh, number one, happiness is a personal thing. So who am I to tell other people how to be happy? <laughs> so that, that, that's, I think that when you get into the telling people what you do and, and how to be, there's a problem, right? So happiness is really a personal thing. So you can see someone making, I don't know, maybe someone is, for someone from the outside is not making as much, but this person is happy. So happiness mm-hmm. is, is really, to me, is a personal thing. Uh, the other thing, right, doesn't matter what you do in life, you're not going to be able to please everyone. I mean, if you try to please everyone, you're going to be, not even my own kids. <laughs> it's a, if you try to please everyone, it's, it doesn't work. I think that uh, sometimes you need to set, have some boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, as, as you see, right, it's a, uh, Tell me who you are. Uh, tell me who your friends are and tell who you are. If you have five closest friends, they look at you and say, uh, Dr. Pella, I, I believe in you. You're doing your best. This is, this, is, this is my concern for you, but this is what I think that you're doing, what you're doing well. If they look at you in, and they see in you in a good person that can grow, that's fantastic. But if you have five people that they look down on you and uh, they don't believe in you, I mean, get new friends. Life yeah. is too short. Yeah. Get new friends. Um, so the way I look at people, people are our greatest asset in life. When you look at the success of my company, 
is directly related to the quality of the people you're able to attract, you're able to keep, and you're able to give them space for them to become the best that they can become. Mm. My job is never to hold you down. Completely the opposite. I, I think at the end of the day, I'm a gardener. I, I, I just need to take care of the soil, put the right amount of water, uh, and let you grow. That's, that's it. I cannot tell you how much I love that gardener quote. Can I steal it? <laughs> of course. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll give you credit. Yes. I'm, I'm going to actually put that quote in the conversation here. You are a gardener. I love that. Um, now, let's talk about the, how you garden. All right. Let's talk about yes. your company and the people or the, the, the customers that you, you serve. I know that you guys are a multifamily, very focused company. You have over 250 employees you are making um you're, you're on the inc 5000 doing very well tell us uh -huh. about your business and how you serve people yeah our business it's a i mean we're we're here in texas thank you god great great state to be in yeah uh we're in austin as well we buy and manage the properties uh in, in in texas right um that's our business so we we're in a people business right so uh, i uh, we're we're people serving people i mean that's certainly this is this is our business. Um, when you look inside of the, I mean, to have a company for over 250 employees is a challenge, right? There's a there's a many many different departments, uh, different different situations. Mainly in the situations we're dealing currently with uh, COVID-19, mm -hmm. it's not easy because imagine a property manager, right? You're dealing with people on a daily basis, people that come to the office, and how can we empower her because? Now that property manager, in one side, you need to be a psychologist. The other side, you need to be a mom. And the other side, you need to be an enforcer of something. So, it's a, uh, so we're dealing with people on a, uh, constantly. I, uh, the way I see to, uh, to deal with our people, right, is really take the time to hire the best people. Really listen to them. What knowledge you can always acquire. Character, you cannot. Yeah. Character, either you have or you don't. You don't wake up in the morning and say, today I'm going to have more character. Yay! <laughs> today I'm going to have more integrity. Yay! There's some values in life that's just a flat line. Either you have or not. So for us, number one, do we have the right people with the right values? That's number one. Then I, I can look at your degree, you can look at your education, where you have been. going to get you a moment in your professional career that working for us, that you're going to have to make a decision. And I don't know, it could be, and, and you know what's right and you know what's wrong. Mm -hmm. At that moment, I don't, I don't want you to hesitate. You need to always make the right decisions because you know deep inside of yourself. So the way I see uh, always hiring the right people, um, are we training them? I mean, are we, are we offer them opportunity to grow? Also, uh, we're very close with her, for uh, for a leadership team and making sure that every everybody's getting trained as well. Yeah. Um, I also take the approach that the true the open door policy that uh, or now you can say open Zoom policy, right? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> it's an open Zoom policy now. Yeah. Is that you want to talk to me? And uh, I mean, I was available. Uh, just uh, and if you got hired right now, uh, really, I don't care. If you want to talk to me tomorrow or today. Send me a message. If I have that open on my calendar, I, I want to listen to you. Yeah. Uh, I think that's, a, that's, a, that's important. I, I, again, I believe more in this flat organization, not in the who is at the top, who is at the bottom. Mm -hmm. If you have a flat organization, are we all together towards a common goal? 
if they come and go, and I don't care if it's Carlos is doing, if someone else is doing. If, mm -hmm. if you have, if you're working for us and you happen to have an idea better than mine, so be it. I, I want to be behind your idea and let's support and let's, because the goal is the same. Yeah. Right? So, and from, for our company, our, our mission is very simple, right? To benefit the lives of everyone we touch. Wow. So that's what defines us as a company. Powerful, powerful. And, and again, a very people-focused mission um, and vision there. You know, you mentioned um, that your company has several departments, um, yes. many, many departments. And, you know, it's well known in teamwork that there aren't only uh, standard named teams. There are also cross-functional and ad hoc teams that come together for short periods of time. But now as we see COVID-19 you know, yes. changing the world. <laughs> More people are moving in the, in the ad hoc direction, the dispersed mm -hmm. direction. What, uh, how has COVID-19 affected your uh, organization, your teams, your customers, and how have yeah. you sort of changed, if you will, to, to address these things? Wow, that's a, that's, that's a really powerful question. Great question. Um, everything is changing, right? I, I think that uh, first, I don't think in a certain way we're going to move 100% virtually, that's not going to happen. I don't think you're going to be exactly the way we were six months ago. So those two extremes, to me, they're gone. We need to find a hybrid way. Look at myself, I'm working from home. Yeah. So uh, the most important thing is the health of our people. So there's no shape or form you're going to be exposing them uh, to come to the office or and also to see what, uh, what our government is, it, it is asking, right? So I... If you're wanting to stay home, and how can we stay home? It, it gives a lot of a big impact because we ultimately we are human beings. As human beings, it's nice to see people, right? To have touch, yeah. but you you take that away, so there's an impact. Um, we we move everything on a on a on a, on a on a virtual level. Each department they have their own meetings, and I think every time we start a meeting now, we. The first time the, uh, when we're going to start a meeting of, of that week, or we always say, how are we doing today? Mm -hmm. I think that different from before is that many times you come to a meeting and you jump in, we have this agenda, A, B, yeah. C, D. Mm -hmm. I don't care about your agenda anymore. So it will, it will be more like, hey, Susan, how are you doing today? How is your family? Is everybody okay? Uh, because this is, the situation we're dealing with is impacting people socially, Psychol I mean, even mentally in a different way and financially in so many different ways. And if it's not you, it's sometimes it's someone very close to you that you know. Yeah. So now any meeting that we start is that you, you, you we must have more empathy. That's the, that's the number one, right? If you don't have an effective communication with empathy, I think you're failing as a business leader in this moment. That you need to listen to your people. Say, "How are you doing today? Is there anything I can do to help?" Yeah. And then, and then you start talking, right? Ma making sure that you care, right? Because there's a thing I heard once, and I really like, is that listen to understand, not to respond. Mm. I think we're in a situation we must be listening more to understand than trying to respond because we want to accomplish something because we just want to finish a task. Yeah, yeah. it's not it, put, the task is always going to be there, but put the life. Of, uh, so that's something we have been spending more time. One thing now we uh, we're trying to see how we can have at least once a month a different type of speaker that can come and talk to our team and mm -hmm. have more interactions. 
uh, we have our, our still the same weekly meeting, the same, the same monthly meeting, mm-hmm. all the same meetings, uh, different. Um, one thing that we always ask whenever we're going to do a Zoom call, right? I always want to see you. I don't want to see your photo. I don't want to see your name. I want to see the person right? yeah. because the conversation, the level of the conversation change, it becomes a little bit more personal and uh, you, you, you know that you are there and you're not just putting your, your photo in and trying to do something else, trying to listen. Mm-hmm. I, um, I think that's, uh, that's, that's important. Uh, and the understanding that we're dealing with changes on a daily basis. Yeah. I think no one, nowhere has a recipe how to handle the situation in the most effective way. Yeah. We're learning from each other. And again, I need to congratulate you because as you ask these questions to other CEOs, other founders, you, you give, you're providing nuggets to yeah. people. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, that's a good point. That applies to me. That doesn't apply to me. Uh, it, it's just trying to listen to other people to see what are the best practices out there. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you're right. Everyone's learning on the go right here. Um, mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about your other stakeholders. We've talked about your, your people. Um, now, your customers, you, you, your company has done over a billion dollars in transactions. You have uh-huh. 10,000 plus apartment units. When you talk about your investors, your, your cu- yes. customers, how has this situation we find ourselves in sort of changed that playing field? It has changed. I think that uh, for our investors, right, they, one thing that we did, I say all the time, right, um, you really take the time to know who you're working with because in the, in the good times, uh, people are going to behave in a way. In the bad times, the right people are going to be, behave exactly the same. Mm-hmm. So our behavior has not changed. Our commitment to, if you can say, to our stakeholders, to our team members, uh, to our vendors, to our, uh, to our investors, to our lenders is exactly the same that it was before. Actually, mm. we, we increased the communication. Mm. When, when it got hit by the virus, number one, all hands on deck, uh, we're going to be talking every 15 days. This is what we're doing. This is how we're doing. I just want to let you know. I just want to let you know. I think that in moments of uncertainty, what cannot be uncertain is your behavior. Your behavior, your behavior has to be certain. Mm-hmm. I think there's too much uncertainty out there. And in moments like this, there's too much information come. So you need to have a capacity to analyze information and making quick decisions. That's what's ha- unfortunate. That's the scenario we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. So for all our stakeholders, our investors included, this is what we're doing. Um, I know you expect us to have a plan. Sorry, I don't know the plan yet because yeah. nobody knows. Yeah. Um, I'm doing one step at a time and trying to touch because it's very foggy. I, I'm just trying to touch yeah. and one other step at a time. I'm listening to everybody that's uh, from our team that are very fine. Uh, we're listening to them and empower them to make decisions. I'm not centralized decisions because Carlos said so. No. Mm-hmm. If you have a centralized, a centralized decision, cent- I mean, position, you might compromise the whole organization, right? Um, so we have increased our communication with our stakeholders. We uh, we're positioning ourselves exactly the same, and uh, and we know that we're on this together. I think we we have been able to successfully um, uh, so far. I mean, it, it's uh, overcome the situation. It's not over yet. I think that we uh, we're working for our team and uh, and doing our best on a daily basis. Right? Yeah, that's what well, I can say. That's powerful, and I have to say I like the the quote 
in moments of uncertainty, the one thing that cannot be uncertain is behavior. That's powerful. Yes. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> you can. It, yes, that's so true. You cannot. Yeah. You need, someone has, needs to have maturity. Yeah. And, and, and the other thing, too, that's really important is that you must face the brutal facts. Mm. I, I, there's uh, Jim Stockdale. I, I mean, he, I, and I'm, I mean I'm amazing person. You, you can do the research. And he had, and he had the, this quote, right? Uh, you must face the brutal facts independent of the situation and, and so you can make a decision, right? And uh, in your, what's the brutal facts? The brutal facts in March, and I told our, our investors, that, I don't know, but our collection next month might go to 50%. Mm. I don't know. This is a brutal fact. Um, if that were to happen, uh, this is a couple of things you're trying to do. I think that you, in situations like this too, don't try to sugarcoat things. Oh, it's be, everything's going to be okay. If, it's, if, if everything's going to be okay or everything's going to be even worse, tell them the truth and yeah. tell you why. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing better than the truth. Nothing, absolutely. Um, you know, and on that note, I think it's rare to uh, talk with a leader who is so committed to people. In fact, on your, on your website, I see, uh, I'm going to ask you actually right yes. now, I see several values that you've uh-huh. listed, your five core values. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to pick one and just see um, what okay. your thoughts are. So what is it when you say to your people, be passionate? What do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? If, uh, I think that you need to have a drive in you, right? Everything you do in life, let's say you're going to wake up in the morning, you're going to go to work. Huh? Man, I need to go to work. <laughs> I hate my job. Yeah. It sucks. Uh, do you know how many times I complained when I was <laughs> cleaning the floor of a restaurant at 1 a.m.? Yeah. Never. Ooh. I never. I nice. never complain. Nice. Ever. Because if I don't like, is the situation the problem or is myself the problem? Mm. You need to face the facts. The situation is not the problem. If you don't like the situation, who is there? I am. What I need to do? I better stop watching TV, go read better books, yeah. push myself a little better, and get myself a better job. Yeah. It's, not the, it's not the job. That job that I'm doing, even if I'm cleaning floors, mm-hmm. is giving me food that I can put on the table. And I'm taking care of my family. Spirit. If I don't like the situation, shut up. It's not <laughs> the situation that's the problem. It's yourself yeah. is the problem. Wow. So I, I think that uh, when I say be passionate is that, number one, also recognize what you're doing. Everything you're doing, there's an impact. Mm-hmm. And one, you need to find something that you enjoy doing. So when I say about my business, I, I truly love my business because yeah. number one, it, it's a way that I can provide to my family. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Number, number two, I, I had the, the opportunity to work with amazing people and seeing their growth. Yeah. It inspires me. Seeing their growth inspires me to become a better person. Number three, the impact we have in the communities around us. We have a social impact, and that means a lot to us in terms of charity, in terms of everything that we do. So mm-hmm. to me, that's very rewarding. So if you're telling me I wake up in the morning, yes, I love what I'm doing. It's yeah. a, if you don't have passion, like when you start this conversation, just look at your face, and you can tell <laughs> that you enjoy what you do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imagine if you're interviewing him. Today we have Carlos Vaz here. How are you doing <laughs> no. today, Carlos? And you go. And we're like, what are we doing here? <laughs> so I, I think that uh, you need to find something that drives you, yeah, and be passionate about it. Right? Yeah, you know the 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 second one I want to ask you about, and the reason is because you've demonstrated that even in this conversation, you have quoted so much that I can see you're very committed to learning yourself. 
improving yourself. Um, yes. You advise your, your, your people to pursue growth and, and mm -hmm. to learn all the time. That's one of your values. Tell us about that. Sure, I am. Uh, like I said, if I'm a good gardener, right, I'm going to start using that one. <laughs> yeah. uh, what's my job? Is to making sure that I'm empowered to grow. Yeah. Uh, uh, when you come to work for us, you're going to get a list of courses, books, and the stuff that we want to pay for you. Yeah. I mean, if, if you want to buy a book, send us the cost. We're paying for that book. Wow. And, and any courses, we want to pay for your courses. So it's a, I think that's a, our job. There's the saying, right? Uh, what happens if, uh, uh, if you invest in people and they leave, right? Mm -hmm. but, so it's, it, that's a sad that that can happen and can but. leave. But oh, what's the opposite? What happens if you don't invest <laughs> exactly, in people and they exactly. stay? Yeah. And we're like, oh, that's a disaster because now the, it's a compromise and everything, right? That's the other uh, aspect. We uh, actually, if you, if you, when you're part of an interview process, if you don't have a, a learn and grow mentality, you're not going to work for us. If, if you think that, uh, and I think that it's so. Uh, I mean, the days has changed so much. You cannot just get a degree and think that you achieve something in life. Because yeah. you should be learning so much. One of our advisors, actually, it's a, uh, a Harvard professor, really like him. And there's a study that he did that today the speed of things are moving so fast that your intellectual capacity decreases at 20% per year. Wow. So now in five years, what happened to you? You are obsolete. Yeah. Welcome to the days today. Got to so, keep learning. <laughs> you need to keep learning. You need to keep reading. You need to keep listening. Open your mind. Talking to other people. That's part. And, and that's why we invest so much in pursuit growth and learning. Yeah. Powerful. Now, um, first of all, do you have any exciting new projects you want to share? And how can people best reach you um, online today? Sure. I, uh, in terms of uh, new projects, during this crisis, we're not only did I, uh, very thankful for the team. We're not doing a great job protecting our core, mm -hmm. uh, but also able to create a new division. We'll create a new division now that's a, in terms of preferred equity has been growing more. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's something that's getting me excited. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, how the people in our office has done an amazing job. So mm -hmm. I, I think that's a very, very thankful for them. Uh, and the best way to reach me it could be my, my website, kantiorg.com, uh, or you can find me on LinkedIn, Carlos Vaz. I'm there as well. Um, and uh, that's the best way you, you, you can reach me. And uh, if I can ever uh, help anyone, by all means. You know, I, I, I'm honored to have sort of been in your presence to learn about just how this little boy from Brazil um, took family values to the top of the American dream. I think that's powerful. Thank you for being a guest on our show. No, my, my pleasure. I think that's... Uh, it's, I think in, in the morning when you wake up, you, you, not only, you need to wake up with that attitude that in one side, you need to make it happen, make it happen, your drive. Yeah. The other side, you need to have a lot of gratitude. I mean, thank you. Thank you, God, for what I have. Thank you for my health. Thank you for the food I have on my table. It might not be the, the food that you want, but thank you for the food I have on my table. And I have a lot of gratitude for this country as well. Yeah. The U.S. has done for me amazing things. It's always going to be my book, The Best Country in the World, has given me so much. And I think that if you start the day of gratitude and of the idea of make it happen and look at yourself, how can you make yourself better? Therefore, you can help other people around you. Things would be fantastic. It was a pleasure talking to you.
A big pleasure, Carlos. Thank you so much. We'll talk soon. Thanks for tuning in to the Profitable Happiness Podcast. For more episodes, visit drpalay.com. And remember, get happy first and success will follow.